0: From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. Welcome to another episode of the Calvary Life Podcast. I'm Eric Wakeling, so happy that you are listening, uh, continuing this series of podcasts from right outside my closet and my bathroom in the back of my bedroom and uh, talking about some of life in this quarantine, COVID-19 season. Uh, but today and and even and last time, kind of specifically talking about some of this moment in the midst of this whole thing of COVID-19 of... Um, As we sort of head towards the next phases and we start discussing things like reopening the economy, we start talking about sports, um, getting going again, we talk about churches, stuff like that, reopening. I thought it would be helpful, last week we talked more about um, how we interact with each other and how we understand each other and see each other for all of our differences And today I wanted to talk a little bit about what is church, because when we think about reopening, quote unquote, reopening the church, uh, it's like, uh, there, I feel like there becomes some problems, um, a theologically kind of how we think biblically about what church is primarily, and then b, even just sort of practically when we think about reopening the church, um, and, and just kind of what that means. There's just like a lot of talk going, or <clears throat> going on out there about churches wanting to meet again and uh, be together in person, and that is all of our hearts and desires, and it is so much my personal heart and desire to be back together again in person. A lot of what we're trying to do when it comes to the worship service Or even uh, small groups, life groups meeting on Zoom and that kind of thing. It is like, you know, it's going well for the situation that we're in, but it's not ideal. Um, I want us to understand a couple things about what is church. First of all, the biggest thing I want us to understand uh, is that the church reopening... First of all, the church was never closed, okay? The church was never closed. And the reason the church was never closed is because the church is not a building. We have to understand that. And so even when we talk about getting back to church, getting back to doing church, getting back to being the church, and I've heard some other, you know, things going around out there about needing to do that. And yes, we want to, but It is a completely wrong way of thinking about the church. I mean, for so long, you've probably heard people say, hey, the church is not a building. The church is the people of God. And and, uh, you you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. And when we come together, we are then the church gathered. And all of that is so true. And so let us not forget the sunday school lessons that we learned about the church not being a building in this phase when we want the church to reopen now we do we want to get back to being together in person i love there's this like there's this clip that i still imagine uh, it's this clip of chris farley this comedian from SNL and lots of movies like Tommy boy and stuff, but of him coming on the letterman show back a long time ago. And he just going nuts and high five and everybody coming down the center aisle and going crazy. The crowd's going wild and how it's like the, there were sort of memes going around of that's like every pastor on the first day that we meet back together again. And, and that's what we want, but we're kind of recognizing now that even that whole thing is that, um, quote-unquote, reopening, is more like a process than an event. It's not just, like, I think even in those first couple weeks, we kind of thought, all right, we got to take a couple weeks off, and then we'll be back in action, you know, and then that's what it's going to be like. Uh, But it's probably going to be a little more of a process, and there's going to be a lot that will have changed. But So the church is not a building. The church is the people of God united around mission. Um, Talking about talked about that a little bit last time, even of just the church united around mission. So we are the people of God, and when those people of God are either gathered or scattered, we are still the church. There's sort of a big C church, the the church, which originally it was called the Catholic Church, the universal church, Catholic, small C, Catholic, big C church, Um, just really means like all of the saints uh, of the world, we are the church in the sense of the body of Christ globally. And the church is that, it's that people of God, and we're united around the mission that Jesus has given us. And he's given us primarily a mission of sharing the gospel. Um, And uh, I like this kind of thought of we gather to worship and grow, and we scatter to serve and share the gospel. So we come and we gather together so that we can worship, so we can learn, so we can grow in our faith, we can connect with each other. You know, at Calvary, we say connect, grow, reach. So we connect with God, we connect with each other, we grow in our faith, then it's so we... Reach. And we so, so then we scatter to serve and share the gospel. And so that's that sense. And I think one of the biggest things that, like, biblically of like why we would say, hey, we need to be meeting together in person comes from Hebrews 10 24, 25. And it's this verse of, uh, let us continue how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together. As is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Uh, and so that verse is, you know, where there were some that were had gotten out of the habit of meeting together. And so hey, let's not. That is something. Don't um, forsake the gathering of the believers. That we need to be gathered together, and that's true. Um, and you know this. The thing is, though, this isn't coming from like a, you know, this isn't the season. Isn't coming from a sort of apathetic, lacking in uh, zeal or lacking in a sense of care for the gathered body of the believers, and just sort of being lazy or being self centered. Uh, that that can happen even these days where. We do have sort of just even maybe before quarantine where you have online church options, you have sermons online, you could just listen to your favorite pastor from around the world and a sermon and you can then maybe, you know, watch a few videos of like the world's best worship uh, bands and you can sort of do the whole thing of singing and learning Uh, And do that from the comfort of your own home all the time. And so that I think would be sort of if someone just said, like, look, I don't care about going to church. I don't even care about being in sort of a small house church or a home group or life group or something. And I'm just going to do this. And my relationship with God's about me and myself and God. And that's it. That would be a skewed understanding of the Christian life and a skewed understanding of church that we should not neglect to meet together. We should do that because we need to stir one up stir up one another to love and good works we need to encourage one another as the day is drawing near and so um, interestingly enough though that gathering back in more of the early church days that that gathering it did not include gathering in massive worship auditoriums um, like and then have little small groups that you'd break out to even in like our Calvary Church model of a 2,000 seat, um, auditorium that we would meet in for worship and preaching and all of that. Uh, worship music, I should be specific about that. Um, but, and then we have life groups that either meet on our campus or in homes. So they were, in the early church days, essentially house churches gathering in homes around their city or around their region, and that is where the church would gather, and that was church. And so you know, that was like their their service, their celebration of the Eucharist, coming around the Lord's table, having these love feasts together, and um, sharing with one another, and even that's where things like uh, an epistle, a letter, would be read from Paul or from Peter, and would get read to the church, and uh, those letters would, would travel around, and they would go around to all these different churches, and um, and people would— people would be able to learn in that way from from others that would be kind of like your guest preacher i guess um, so like that's even just like a good understanding is when you think of that gathering it's not the end game is not to be able to meet in an auditorium and i i'm only sharing this cuz i'm not saying we shouldn't reopen i'm not saying we shouldn't do stuff like that that's not the point of this but the point is for us to have a proper understanding biblically of what church is about and even what a church service is about and kind of what it's for and what it's not, what it is and what it isn't biblically. And so that's where I want us to understand that. Like if we, even an idea of kind of like a a process stage of this that has been talked about amongst pastor groups that I'm part of is, hey, maybe like a first stage, if it seems safer to have, you know, 20, 30 people gathering rather than, you know, fifteen hundred or something like that gathered together, which sort of makes sense if you would kind of think of how things would go. Well, hey, like to have the live stream that we're putting out, but have people start meeting in in a home or a backyard or or something, and where that's being played, and so a group is gathered together, and maybe even that group could choose to have a person leading worship uh, music with like a guitar or, or something, and and having that be that part of it be live in these little sort of house church groups as a stage, as a step that leads us towards that full reopening, that would be probably being more like the early church than we even are now. Now, the goal isn't to make everything exactly like the early church. That's not totally the point either. But just even for us to have that understanding, so like, doing church or being biblical about church or getting back to doing church and to being the church does not equal sitting in massive auditoriums with Sunday school and and all of that. Um, now some other senses of like what is the church? Uh, the church is first and foremost, the body of Christ. Just I want to take us on a little bit of a Bible study here with this. The church is the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians 12:27. Now you are Christ's body. and individually, members of it. So he's speaking to them as a group, and he says, hey, you, church in Corinth in this city in Greece, just about an hour's drive away from Athens, you, church in Corinth, you are one church you are the church all of you and then individually you are members of it and god is appointed then it continues verse 28 god is appointed in the church first apostles second prophets third teachers then miracles then gifts of healing helps administrations various kinds of tongues all are not apostles are they all are not prophets are they all are not teachers are they all are not workers of miracles are they all do not have gifts of healings do they all do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. And so he's just—it's—it's it's been within this larger treatise in in that whole chapter about spiritual gifts and and about differences in the body of Christ that we all come together as one to form the body, and we all are a part of that body. So the church is the body of Christ, and I would say the big C church is the body of Christ, and then locally, our church, Calvary Church, we live out the body of Christ as a local expression of that with the people that gather in our spot. Um, and so we all have differences, and we all come together beautifully, bringing all of those beautiful, unique differences together to form one body in the same way that your big toe is different than your elbow— And your heart is different than your knee, but we need all of those things to come together to form the body. So the church is the body of Christ. The church is also this, listen, it's like we are living stones in a spiritual house. So interestingly enough, this comes from 1 Peter 2.5, it says, you also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So interestingly, like we are, it's, it's, it's making this whole exchange between physical houses or the house is how people refer to the temple, the temple of God in Jerusalem, the house. Um, So there is a physical house and there are physical stones that make up that house But here it's saying, look, there is a spiritual house, and you are living stones that build up that spiritual house. So it's like, it's just another metaphor of body and member and parts of the body. This is a house with living stones that build up that house that make a spiritual sacrifice, so not a physical sacrifice anymore, but we make spiritual sacrifices with how we live our lives, our obedience, our following of God, our our doing the things he's called us to do to be the church to the world. And so it's so interesting that I think that—oh, good grief. I'm recording this. I'm getting a ding because you guys can know I'm recording this. It's 10.02 a.m. right now on Wednesday. Let's pause and pray as we do at 1002. Lord God, I pray that you would, uh, Lord, send workers into the harvest, God, because the harvest is ripe, but the workers are few, Lord. So give us courage, please, Lord. Lord, give us a heart. Give us opportunities and words to say as we live out being the church in our world. Amen. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Um, so the, anyway, I just think it's interesting that like when we think of the physical house, it doesn't have to be. The church isn't about a physical building. It is about us being a house <laughs> together. We are all a house that comes together. And even we are not just a spiritual house, but we're actually a household, like a family. The church is the household of God. 1 Timothy 3, 14 to 15, he says, I'm writing these things to you, to this church in Ephesus, these people that are gathered there. So you've got Paul writing this this stuff to their pastor, Timothy, in this church. I'm writing these things to you, hoping to come to you before long. But in case I'm delayed, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth So it is this household, it is this family, and we even say Calvary Church seeks to be a family. We want to be a family, we want to be the household of God, and that is what the church is, and there's ways that one should conduct themselves within that church, how we treat one another with grace, with love, with calling each other out when it's needed, um, and with building up that body together, and you can just read all of First Timothy and, and, and other texts and the epistles for a sense of what the church is supposed to do. But I love that. So the church is a family. So we're a body, we're a spiritual house, and a family, the household of God. And then also just to recognize that you are the temple. We've talked about this, but you are the temple of God, and the Holy Spirit dwells within you. First Corinthians three seventeen. if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him for God's temple is holy and then he turns it says and you are that temple it's you you are the temple of God and so we have to treat one another as the temple of God and treat ourselves as that temple as well and then even first or i mean Ephesians 2:19 to 22 says so then you're no longer strangers and aliens but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. There it is again, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you also are being built into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So again, you get all of this house building metaphor into what the church is, but he's clearly making the point that it's not a building anymore. It's actually, it's not this giant temple anymore. You are now that temple. That temple was where in that Holy Holies, where the very presence of God would dwell. That is where God would dwell. But now God's spirit dwells within people, within you, within me, within this. And so then when we all come together, we are all having the, the spirit of God dwelling within us. And so we come together and it's a beautiful thing. and and But it's just, again, not about the building. Uh, and so, um, and, and even the, the last sort of big point to make is there's this interesting thing that the church leaders keep watch over you. Hebrews 3.17 says, obey your leaders, submit to them. For they're keeping watch over your souls, as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. And so I want you to know, even then, within that church, within that family, as God has appointed leaders, the elder board, myself, our pastoral staff, others, that these, these leaders are are there to keep watch over your soul, and we will have to give an account. And we want to do this with joy, and it's there's a lot of hard decisions that are coming up in this, you know, in this next season of time, and there's a lot of uh, sort of pressures to go one way or the other, and so like, I just want to make sure that in the midst of all of that, that none of us have a sort of twisted, uh, wrong interpretation of what the church really is. So the church is the people of God united around mission together, and the church, that church, was never closed. The building that we meet within is closed right now, but we as the church, the people of God, the household of God, the family of God, uh, we are never, ever closed. And what's so cool is what we've seen, I think, in this season is we are bearing fruit. We are seeing God work like in the way that we are caring for the poor and the needy of our community, as we are caring for the people that are just um, in, in more situations of need or risk within our actual local church family. Um, the way that we're able to see the proclamation of the good news of Jesus go out uh, through our live stream stuff further than we've ever seen it even go before in our building. And so all that to say that we are still being the church and the church is making an impact here in, in Orange County and then also around the world through our missionaries and our hearts really, really, really long to be together again. Um, So we recognize that there's some challenges with that. And I also recognize that kind of like last week, there's people that have all sorts of differing opinions on, uh, you know, like how we should be responding to this season and what this season's about. And sort of regardless of all of that, even when we really want like, because I totally can resonate with the sense of needing to reopen the economy and jobs uh, and I even want to make sure that we sort of separate that from the church. So the church opening isn't about the economy or jobs. Like um, we we might even really want these jobs to be able to be open and to do that in ways that are safe and are wise and all of that. Uh, and those probably should open even before our church services open in the way that they <laughs> were before. Uh, and so we're going to have to be creative and be open and be patient and think, um, clearly about, Lord, like, what do you want uh, us to do in this season? And so we, as the elders of Calvary Church, are really praying and seeking God in this season. We are going, like, deep, just looking into all sorts of different research and and what it is that, you know, that we can be doing, partnering. Uh, I've been really partnering with a lot of other senior pastors in our area, as well as, uh, People like in our family ministries, partnering with other folks that are involved in children's ministry and things like that, because there's some significant challenges in some of those areas, as well as with older adults. And so anyway, I don't want to get too far into the weeds of those details, but it is that we are just seeking the Lord, seeking best practices, seeking wisdom, seeking um, the right you know, scientific research, even though it's so hard to, to know and trust everything these days. But um, we are... Are doing that ultimate best and, and praying for the Lord to lead us. Uh, and in the midst of that, let's know and understand what the church is, that we want to be the church. We want to be the church gathered. We want to be the church gathered again. I want to even see how quickly we can be the church gathered in some unique different ways, um, maybe than just like that, <laughs> that worship center room full of people, which is probably going to be a little bit hard at first. We'll have to do it in some creative ways even when we first start start to do it. So anyway, uh, be thinking about the church, be remembering you are the church and you are a representative of Jesus everywhere you go, scattered to serve and scattered to share the good news that the world would know that Jesus is the Son of God who came, who died and rose again, and who has given us this grace and power to live the rest of our days for him and to spend an eternity with him as well. So thank you for uh, being patient with us and thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for joining us on the Calvary Life Podcast. If you enjoyed our show this week, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you want to learn more about Calvary Church or share any of your thoughts, check us out on our website at calvarylife.org or find us on one of our social media accounts. We're on Instagram at Calvary underscore church, Facebook at Calvary Church of Santa Ana and Twitter at Calvary Life.